Hello, this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. I'm Steve Poisner, healthcare consumer advocate, founder, and executive director. Our nonprofit's mission is to help you navigate the complex healthcare system and understand your legal rights, options, and opportunities when you encounter problems and obstacles. We want to empower you with the information you need to fight back and get the best possible care. Our special guests, experts in their field of healthcare and medicine, provide you with an informative, interesting, and life-changing education on a variety of healthcare topics important to you and your loved ones. In our new Fight Back mini-cast series, we take you through the highlights and great educational information from our most popular podcast topics in our very large library. Let's get started. Why are you all so excited about you know working with with canines, and, and what do you see in terms of their skill set that's a good fit for your the mission of of your organization? Yeah, um, I'll go ahead and, and take that one to start. Uh, again, thank you so much for having us on. Um, I'm Michelle Williams. I work for Canine Companions and feel very lucky uh, to do that. You you gave us a great intro. Uh, those of us who have, you know, pet dogs know the power of that human canine bond. Um, and at Canine Companions, uh, we realized uh, that could go further, you know, that dogs could do practical tasks for people with disabilities to really enhance their independence. So we were founded in Northern California in 1975, and uh, we were the first uh, organization to provide this type of uh, service dogs to people with disabilities. And, and since then, we've become the largest uh, nonprofit provider of service dogs across the country. So we have six training centers across the country, including in, um, in Northern California, where we're headquartered. And we really find uh, that these dogs, uh, Labrador retrievers, golden retrievers, and crosses of the two breeds are really perfect for the type of work that we're looking for them to do. Um, they're natural retrievers, uh, first off, and one of the main commands that our clients uh, need their dogs to do for them is to retrieve items off the ground and deliver them uh, to their partner. Um, so that's a huge bonus. Um also, uh, another really, really important thing about these dogs is that they are so into people, you know, uh, they just fall in love with their breeder caretakers, uh, then their volunteer puppy raisers, uh, and then their trainers. And then they're eventually they're the person that they're matched with a person with a disability. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that journey, but, um, we find that labs and golden retrievers are really perfect for this type of work for just a number of reasons. What is the, uh, the difference between a, you know, a service dog versus a therapy dog versus an emotional support dog? Sure. Yeah, um, that's great. I think it's it's really important for people to understand the differences there. Um, a An emotional support dog is a pet that is going to provide emotional support to someone. Um, they just have 
public access and housing. So they're not able to go out in public um, with their handler um, unless it's a place where um, pet dogs are allowed. Um, so that is an emotional support animal. Um, a therapy dog is a, a wonderful pet that has been given permission to provide, you know, love and comfort in a facility. So they don't have public access anywhere else um, but that facility that they've been allowed to go. And their main role is to provide love and comfort. Um, and then service animals, uh, like canine companion service dogs, uh, do practical tasks for people with disabilities to really enhance their independence. So, uh, for example, our dogs, uh, pick up dropped items, turn on and off lights, open and close doors. Um, some of them even pull someone in a manual wheelchair. Uh, so those are some idea of some of the practical tasks. Um, also, you know, for people who are deaf or hard of hearing, our dogs alert them to important sounds in their environment. Um, for veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, they can interrupt anxiety behavior and interrupt nightmares, um, as well as provide, you know, additional space in, in public. Um, so some really important, uh, important tasks that these dogs will do. That's what really separates them. And then of course, service animals, service dogs like canine companion service dogs have public access anywhere where the public can be. Um, our handlers with disabilities with their service dogs are able to go. When should they be thinking about a, a service dog as a part of their life? You know, anytime uh, that they have had a medical professional acknowledge that they do have a form of PTSD or any kind of um, military-related struggles in life, which a lot end up having, um, even ones that have not seen combat or have not even been to war. Um, like my husband, he still struggles with a lot of different retrospects. So anyone that has a medical professional that is willing to sign for them and say that this is a need, um, I definitely encourage them to look into it. Um, they become part of your family, but they also have such a, a way of calming and um, giving a sense of security that I've seen um, my husband benefit just from the short amount of time that we have had. Uh, fern. So if they get onto the Canaan Companions website and all they have to do is apply. Now, are, are there uh, support groups or webinars or how can people who either are thinking of a service animal for themselves or, or know a family member or a friend who might, you know, benefit from having a relationship with a service animal? Tell us, to both of you, tell us more about how people can can get more information and, and explore the options. Yeah, well, you know, if, if you think a canine companion service dog might be right for you, definitely go to canine.org slash apply and check it out. We, um, you know, Stephanie mentioned veterans. That's a, a huge part of our program that we're just really honored to serve um, folks who have served our country. Um, and these dogs uh, can really be life-changing. We've just heard so many incredible stories. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for a canine companion service dog, potentially, uh, please go to canine.org and learn more, canine.org slash apply. Um, and if you're, if a canine companion service dog might not be right for you or you need, um, 
you know, a different type of service animal uh, that we don't provide. Uh, anyone can go to ADI, which is for Assistance Dogs International. So if you go to assistancedogsinternational.org, um, that will give you listings of, um, you know, assistance dogs organizations that have been accredited um, in your area. So we always tell people, you know, go to an ADI accredited organization. Um, we are a founding member of uh, Assistance Dogs International, and it's really a a international um, kind of sounding board for um, making sure that these dogs are really the best of the best. So you always want to go to a, an accredited organization. I want to thank you for listening to today's Fight Back minicast. You can listen to the full podcast on this topic or check out additional podcasts by going to our website at www.healthcareconsumerrights.org. We also welcome your input and stories that we can use on future podcasts. This is Steve Poisner, and this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. Thanks for listening. I look forward to our next podcast. Talk with you soon.